What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Court of Capes. I am one of your hosts, the Darkness Correspondent, the Renegade, Joshua Shelton. Alongside of me, we have our very own MCU conspiracy theorist, and another title has been added to this young man, Chaos Bringer, Judge Brown. Mm-hmm. Time for some TCOG action. Don't touch my TCOG! Man, we, we learned a lot of interesting things. We really did. <laughs> we... we... We will bring up those things for sure in that their world, Transformers Prime, which we are talking about, Transformers Prime Season 2, Episodes 1 through 7. Through TCOG. Yes, through TCOG. All right, (laughs) as you've heard, we also have the showman, the conqueror, Judge Cooper. And Dreadwing is a much cooler name than Skyquake. I can tell you facts, that right now. Facts. I didn't know if someone was going to bring it up. Not only is it a cooler name. Oh, but there's, I, I've there's... got my radar on these <laughs> on these Transformer names. Let me tell All right, you. Let's go. Let's go. All right. We uh, also have the young one, the WandaVisionary, Special Inquisitor, Anthony Cooper. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with the Dreadwing thing. But like, man, I don't know if I can look at a T-Cog the same way again. <laughs> the next time you see a TCOG? Dude, I might throw up. I'm I don't just know. confused where a TCOG even goes. You know? It's in like your side. It's in like your side. It looks like it goes it it, it, it they get it from the side, but it looks like it's like from the uterus region. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, Cause it looked JC, like it was like a, hip a diagram. In, it's like a hip implant. So like uh, let me let me draw all the transformer <laughs> anatomy right now. <laughs> So yeah, Bumblebee lost his hip, I guess, or his uterus. I don't, or what? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Transformers. Transformers are, are genderless. Genderless. I don't care what JC says. Bumblebee is a is a, is a strong man with a with a really good teacock. Really good teacock. <laughs> that teacock looks good. Girl, you built like a teacock. What? No. Um. All right, so we're, I'm actually going to use Wikipedia's descriptions for this one. Oh, man. Um, Get up. So let's dive right into it. Men, Transformers Prime, Season 2, Episodes 1 through 7. The first episode is called Orion Pax Part 1. Optimus Prime loses all memory of being a Prime after using the Matrix of Leadership to send Unicron back into stasis. All right, this is really descriptive. So they're... <laughs> <laughs> Mega... I'm going to stop probably when I want. Megatron takes advantage of this and takes Orion, Optimus's name before becoming a Prime, onto the Nemesis, convincing him the Decepticons are good and the Autobots are evil. All right. We're just gonna that go work. Yeah, we're just gonna go with that. Um Okay, I did you guys, I may have totally missed this, but did we know that the Decepticon ship was called the Nemesis? Yes, I think they've mentioned that. I honestly don't know if that was mentioned or not before this. I have Dude, no idea. I I I don't remember at all that this was called the Nemesis, but according to this description, they're calling it was called the Nemesis. Oh, uh, whatever. That's a some BS. <laughs> All right. It says it on the license plate. So. Uh, oh what? yeah. Oh yeah. From the back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With all the other thrusters. All right. 
All uh, the peacocks. <laughs> all right, point number one. Uh, this is a question. So, <laughs> Agent Fowler has a chip in his butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> like so, Uncle Sam can keep track of him. That that's a thing. Every time he goes to get donuts. All right. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I completely forgot how much Fowler is pretty much just in this for comic relief. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He really is because all of them are so serious now. Yeah, that's true. None of them are really. None of the Autobots are really like uh, comic friendly. Like I don't know. Yeah, Bulkhead's pretty funny. Oh. He's pretty funny. He's funny because he's dumb sometimes. Whoa! No, no I'm, kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. All no, right. He's All right. funny because he's funny. He's funny because yeah. he's funny. All right, I get happy don't you vibes. Be messing with Bulk? No, I don't. I mean, I get some happy vibes. I like that. Happy from Iron what? Man okay. Armored Adventures. So they call him Bulk. <laughs> Deep cut. Why don't they call him Head? And sometimes, you know, they just call him Head. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really want to get into that conversation. I don't know why not. I don't know where it'll The head. <laughs> call him the head. <laughs> call him the head. Yo, head, get over here. <laughs> uh, so uh, my second point I wrote down is that Megatron was doing a pretty great uh, um, job on convincing, you know, Orion Pax that he was a part of. Okay, I agree right up to the point where he got to, and then the warlord ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, I, I wrote that part the and then I was like, wait, should I still say this? <laughs> no. <laughs> well no, I think I think it was a great it was a great lie up to that point. So I, yeah. I agree with you. Just yeah. Kim calling Ratchet the Doctor of Doom. Yeah, I, I like that he was bringing so much prestige to Ratchet. I was like, Oh yeah. Like Ratchet's looking cooler now than he did before. Like <laughs> even when Ratchet was juiced up, he swatted him away like a fly. Yeah. yeah. Orion's just like, I can't believe Ratchet would do this. <laughs> well, it's better than like the Warlord and Destroyer Bumblebee. Oh, yes. yeah, true. The voiceless Warlord. Um, the next point I had was like, it was kind of some hype, but it didn't really work. Uh, guys, we got to see Sierra again, our favorite. Our favorite uh, character. I was just, when she popped up, I was like, oh man, I had forgotten how good it was not to have her around. <laughs> I was like, why are you here, Sierra? Go what? away! Did you miss the train? Like, please, please leave. <laughs> you <There's>... bandwagon. <laughs> she, she, there was no reason for her being there at all. Like, no, none. That's fair. She just wanted uh, some. She's the She is the anti-Amanda, to make an X-Men reference. Oh. I agree. Oh, the yeah, opposite agree. to Amanda in every way. Yeah. Um. Okay, and this goes to my next or my fourth point was uh how Orion Pax because we're gonna call him that um for a little while um calls him Lord Megatron. What a you know, twist! That was a tad weird. That was super weird. Like, I thought that he was just going to keep calling him Megatron, but then at one point he's just like, Lord Megatron. I was like, what the? Whoa. Whoa, hold your yeah. horses. Yeah. J- JC, how'd you feel about that, man? Lord Megatron. I mean, it's, it is weird because, I mean, obviously, 
Orion and Megatronus way back were friends. Yes. And they were they were close friends and all that. And of course, all that changed when Optimus became Prime and Megatron got jealous and all that stuff. But Optimus didn't have any of those memories. Yeah. So he still thought Megatron was his friend. Yeah. So obviously Optimus Orion had to get caught up in that, oh yeah, Megatron's the ruler of everything now. So, I mean, Megatron obviously said, like, yeah, you got to refer to me as this because these are my troops and all this. And that makes sense. But it, it just hurt a little bit to see how much Megatron couldn't care less about being reunited with an old friend. And he was just like, yeah, I'll kill him if I need to. Like, I don't care about this Orion guy. That's hard to, like, swallow. True. He did that there say stuff like that. Yeah. Also, something I will say about their specific relationship and, like, Orion Pax in general is, like, it was kind of disappointing that really the only scenes we got of Orion Pax, like, basically Amnesia Optimus, was him standing on the bridge, him standing in the, uh, in the lab. That was it. That's all he did. That was part of my hot point on the next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there was... Yeah, yeah, we can get a little more... We'll, we'll get that. there when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And then uh, I, I had two more points, and I'll make them uh, kind of quick. RC's fight, so she dives way into the Nemesis, so we can give it a name, the Nemesis. Yep. And it was freaking awesome. Oh, that like, was dope. So it was so cool. cool. RC yeah. is, like, juiced up, I swear. Like, she on something. <laughs> some, she on some, some of that synthetic uh, energon. Think she's sneaking it around? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Can can we make that? See, canon? that's what I'm saying. Recreational, yes. Synthetic energon needs yeah. to be legal in the in the autobotic regime. Yep, totally. I think she's sneaking All some synthetic it. energon. That's what she's doing. <laughs> That'd be a wild subplot. <laughs> it really would. Like, like in the comics back in was it the eighties or something like that? Speedy had a um, Green Arrow sidekick had a drug problem, and so did Robin. I remember that. <laughs> it's like what? This is so wild. Uh, but Speedy, yeah. you gotta stop using the heroin. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Ollie, but you named me Speedy. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. But yeah, how could you do this to me, Ollie? So yeah, that I would be. I could have been arrow number two. <laughs> That'd be a wild I, like I, subplot or underplot. I could be slowy. Slowy. <laughs> yeah, you, you better quit that, or I'll make you slowy. Oh my! Young Justice comes out. He loses an arm. All right, all right, slowy. All right. Can, yeah. <laughs> can you all imagine how this podcast would devolve if we forced ourselves to watch all seven seasons of Barrow? Can you imagine? <laughs> nah, there's no way. I couldn't do Dude, it. I would I go like we would really insane. like start digging the bad seasons. We would start to really get into the bad seasons because we know we're in it for the long haul. There would be so much coping, so many coping mechanisms. Yeah, like this character showed up. That was good. We like that. Let's go on a random tangent on why this just does not work out. It's like, oh yeah, I really liked. Oh, go ahead. I was going to be like, we'd only have like two hot points per episode, and each episode's fifty minutes long. (laughs) Man, guys, I really loved it when Oliver used magic in this episode. Wow. (laughs) Oh, who is this Damien Dark character? Will we see him again? (laughs) 
Oh, that was man. a pretty good Russian flashback. Oh, oh. Bratva. Oh. Welcome to the Bratva. Yo, yo, but he did make... <laughs> this is such a random tangent, but I swear. They made they made scars look so cool. Like, I I admit, yeah. Stephen Amell's scars were super cool. Yeah. I bet they were real. Uh, Probably. because yeah, in all of his lives, he covers them up. It's my goal to be able to do one rep on a salmon ladder. Ooh, yes. I saw a video of and then do two. go from the bottom to the very top of the salmon ladder in one just one hit. Just... Whoa. Yeah, awesome. it is insane. <laughs> wow. All right, on to I my... Feel like, I feel like at this point, it's not even off topic. Like, we have a recurring segment, Trashing Arrow, at this point. <laughs> yeah. It's well, not wrong. Have... have we done this before? No, like, we have. Three or four times. Yeah, like the, just, yeah, the, the mid-seasons of Arrow. It's happened yeah. so many times at this point. It just it just like comes up. But to be fair, I feel like we do it once every like show we review. So like Yeah. I am sure different people are checking in for different shows, so it's probably a fresh seg to all those people. Maybe. Yeah. Well like it's not it. anymore. We love some seasons of arrows, alright? We do love some seasons. We're gonna leave it at that. I, um, I remember loving them. Yep, I'm I'm never gonna rewatch it because I don't want to hate seasons one and two. I rewatch them and they're still bangers. Um, nice. You know what? Right. I'll 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 choose to believe you, Josh. All right, uh, and uh, my last point of uh, six is just basically uh, Starscream is back. Uh dude always seems to crawl from the cracks of the earth. He's a survivor. He is the survivor. He's technically alive. By the end of this, you know, by the end of this, you know, uh, uh, session, he's, he's, he's hanging on. (laughs) Yep. He's there. He's he's crawling around with the bugs, you know, he's fine. All right. Does anybody have anything else to say about episode one, Ryan Pax part one? I I was just going to bring up two really quick things. I thought that they did a really good job of differentiating Orion, both in voice and like facial expressions from Optimus. Yeah, he so did I really like that. Look way more youthful and and ig- ignorant. Is that a is that a good way? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. yeah, yeah. Ignorant in his facial expressions and voice. Then and- yeah. And second of all, I just really appreciated how uh, high the tensions got between the Autobots. Like Bulkhead and RC were going at it. That was intense. Yeah. It happens every so often. Yeah. I thought it was good character moments, though. They really care about Optimus. They were they were high-strung without him. They were. They were. All of them. And Ratchet feels like the entire world is in like on his shoulders when Optimus oh, goes. But they had a mini-human Optimus with them the whole time. <laughs> Jack! <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. We shall talk that about... Was- uh, was that in, was that in episode two? Uh, he does no. He um he he does present his plan. I think in episode one, but nothing happens to episode two. When they're just like, is Jack a prime? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> oh man, Jack is Jack is just by far the worst of the three. I'm sorry. Uh, You're not. I, I feel like he had some growth this session. He did. Yeah. His growth. And Nico I mean, he, was... wa- he, he walked in space. I like that. And then that. he put a thing in a thing. Okay. Ugh, right. Not feeling it at all. All right, all right. 
I All right, like, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get. All right, moving on to episode two, Ryan Pax part two. Anthony, take it away, brother. According to Wikipedia, our Ryan Pax part two, directed by Scooter Tidwell. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, that wait, is, wait. That is incredible. Give us the writer's name, too. I, I want you to try to say that. <laughs> oh, Marge Reed Scott. <laughs> Marge, Mar, Marge, Marge Reed. It's, yeah. it's spelled M A I R G H R E A D. So I would guess Marge Reed. Oh, yeah. She, uh, she writes a lot of the uh, comics for Transformers, actually. Oh, cool. cool. I like it. Speaking of Transformers. With the help of information from Starscream, the Autobots commandeer the Decepticons Space Bridge to send Jack Prime and RC to the Transformers <laughs> homeworld of Cybertronus. With a plan to use the information stored in Vector Prime to restore Optimus's memories. <laughs> Meanwhile, after running with Starscream, the one true Prime, who Megatron claimed was dead, Orion wonders if Megatron is telling him the whole truth. Bro, Anthony, man, you may, maybe you should, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that hurt me a little bit, Anthony. Anthony. That hurt me a little bit, bro. Yeah, the I was, one I was true prime, to... Star Scream. I agree. Dude, he's totally a prime. Come on, yeah, Jack's 100%. a prime. Yeah, if Jack's a prime, Star Scream's a prime. As soon as you said you're um, prime. <laughs> uh, first off, um. Yeah, Starscream uh, was pretty quick to be like, hey, Autobots, I need some medical attention. <laughs> yeah. That, he, uh, he, Ratchet's like, I'm not going to help you. He's like, but what about the space bridge? He's like, okay, I'll help you. <sighs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty fun little scene. Uh, what'd you, what do you guys think of uh, Starscream's little situation he's got going on? Um, first time was like, oh, this is something, but, uh, I guess it's more a point towards later on that it's overused. <laughs> I was, yeah. Yeah. I think it's the same rock. Yeah, it, same it rock. literally looked like the same exact scene, you know? So I was like, oh, okay, cool. And, you know, Starscream's a beggar. It's what he does. You know, he, he tries to weasel his way out of everything. He's a good weasel. Mm-hmm. Guy called uh, him like the cockroach, uh, cockroach prime, right? Yeah. That never dies. Point number two. Um, I guess they just keep the space bridge in a random cave with a bunch of scraps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we saw the building of the of this whole space bridge right throughout the show of season one. Did we? Isn't that different? No. No. This is just in a cave. I don't know. Every cave looks the same. I was thinking about when, like, like Ratchet goes to that whole juiced up spot, like where he goes juiced up and attacks them. Different minds, though. Yeah, just a bunch of different minds. Yeah. Uh, Well, they all look the same. JC, where'd this bridge come from? Where did it go? I mean, I think they established throughout the season that the Decepticons were like trying to build a space bridge, but they never really showed us it before. Okay. Because, like, because, like, that was the second time that they tried to steal the uh, power source for the space bridge. So they kind of mentioned that in this episode. 
Yeah. And we knew know. that Megatron was trying to do that again, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. I think it was in the periphery, but never really out of focus. Yeah, all the caves and whatever look the same, so. Well, yeah, I mean, they're Energon lines, so yeah. All right, moving on to the next plot point. Uh, Cybertron looks a little gray. It looks a little dead, guys. I don't know what's going on there. It looks bit. like every uh, it looks like every first party uh, Xbox game from like two thousand five to two thousand ten. Hey, it <laughs> looks a little bit like Years of War. Yep, big yeah. Years of War. I thought it was a cool character moment that RC, uh, you know, seeing the planet like that, having Jack see it like that was kind of hard for her. I like that. Mm, yep, that was good. That was good. It made sense. Because he's, he's like, wow, I'm on another planet. She's like, well, I didn't want you to see it this way, not like this. So. You're on a dead planet, son. <laughs> but not not everything's dead, because we get to run in with, uh, we get to see some little dude scratching around, a little Insecticon. Insecticon. I like the Insecticon design. Which will I reappear in Beast Wars. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what did you say about Beast Wars, Josh? Oh, nothing at all. <laughs> okay. No, it just... Like, I didn't really it. It would just make sense if they were on Beast Wars, because it's like... Her, her and Arachnid are like... Well, I mean, I don't know. It's just... They seem like animals. I mean, there's... I did have that question. Is like, is Arachnid like part, like part of like a section of like Insecticon? Is that just kind of just her design? They never explain it at all. Typical, typical. Yeah. What's the JC Cannon though? We gotta have the JC Cannon. <laughs> I mean, okay. Was so... there a spider type prime? Was there like a, like a prime that was in, like an insect <laughs> or something like? No, there, there really wasn't. Um, you know, I, I don't really know here. Because, okay, so the backstory on the Insecticons that no one asked for is that in the original show, there were three Insecticons. Bombshell, Scrapnel, or Shrapnel, excuse me. Bombshell, Shrapnel, and Kickback. And they all transformed into different bugs. And they were the original three Insecticons. And then... In some episode, they made, like, copies of themselves, so there was, like, swarms of them, all, like, clones of them, basically. So this version of the Insecticons kind of takes that idea, except they all share one design, and they're all, like, a hive mind type of thing. And Joe basically is just saying, I mean, foreshadowing, but since Arachnid is also an insect and a female... She's kind of like the queen bee is like the analogy that they're going for, I guess. And she can control them. So that's what I kind of got to. Yeah. So that's the closest thing. There's no precedent for that in, in the history of Transformers. Cause Arachnid's a original character to the show. And this is an original take on the Insecticons. So this just is what it is. What it is, what it is. They're big. They're big. They're, 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 they're strong. Big. I like them. Yeah. I like them too. I wish Bulkhead looked like with them, you know, fall like them. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, it would be a little cool. Wouldn't it be cool if we get to see Bulkhead fighting one? Um. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Just whacking him with his ball, his big ball. 
<laughs> you can have one or two, depending. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Uh, my, next hot point, my next hot point was kind of like uh, what, what was kind of alluded to earlier. All the stuff we see with Orion Pack is literally in two rooms, and he's just standing, and he's like, man, is this really how it is, Megatron? <laughs> and then Megatron's no, Megatron. just like, do as I say. Megatron, like, pulls, like, the Obadiah stand where he's just, like, touching his back a bunch. Yes, Optimus. <laughs> I did I mean, like... Yeah, yes, Orion. It is a small thing, but I did like the uh, Decepticon logo on him. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that's pretty... That is pretty cool. The they tap him up. The branding. Yeah. You know... Um, <laughs> you know, to be fair, though, Anthony, what, what did you expect from an archivist? Yeah, I know. I'm just like, I, I just wish he kind of wandered around more and saw more like weird stuff that like, huh, that's not very okay. Well, that know? or, or it, was... it would have gone, it would have gone a long way if Megatron maybe took him on like a field mission to like analyze something. True. Yeah. So he could interact, he, he could interact with more of like the regular Decepticons. That's yeah. Fair. Or like, like say the first episode with him is that he's decoding the stuff. And then the second episode is that he's already decoding it and he, uh, like is going with Megatron to identify the items, and then he has a little run in with the Autobots. And he's like, "You Autobot scum," you know. Ooh, that would have been cool. But instead, most of his adventures were literally on the web or whatever you want to call it, the uh, Cybertron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decepta Google. Yeah. Decepta, <laughs> Decepta Google. Exactly. But that's about it for my hot points. You guys got anything else to add? I, oh, well. I, I had one thing circling back to episode one. Um, I love Megatron's uh, explanation of like why they're called Decepticons. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like, well, if uh, if truth is deception, then that's a that's a name we'll gladly carry. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's something that's that's something I would say to someone if I was just trying to BS them. <laughs> I can totally see that. I just want to say opt optimist to be like, you're full of it, Megatron. <laughs> um, yeah, I had something to bring up. Did anybody see Fowler put his arm around June Darby after this? Yeah. Ooh. Daddy Fowler? What? No, Fowler and Darby is pretty pretty nice. And mm. pretty not like robot alienish. Yeah, it's pretty uh, much human. So we'll uh Pretty much. We'll give that a, legal, an yeah. A okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, did anybody catch like well, okay? Did anybody feel like Fowler was either like quoting Star Wars or the writers were like quoting Star Wars when he was like, "Oh, everything's okay, all good, nothing, nothing wrong here." You know, um, how are you? Oh, that was a direct reference. Yeah, to yeah, that's, that's what I thought. That was, was a straight up it reference. It was yeah. great. I was like, "Yes, give me random good stuff. down here." Just yeah, had to look was, at the servos. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> how are you? And and instead, like instead of them like, "Oh, something's wrong," they're like, "Oh, we're good. Thank, thanks for asking." His breakdown is a big idiot. <laughs> yeah, he really yeah. is. Like, well, well, thank you for asking. I'm doing pretty good. It's yeah, been kind of a slow yeah. day, but you know, <laughs> this one-eyed idiot. <laughs> like, Megatron's been on my butt all day, but it's fine. We're good. We're good. You know. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's all I had to really say about episode two. The, the only thing I wanted to point out is that when uh, 
Orion was finding Optimus in the uh, Decepta Google, as we coined it. Uh, the outline of who Megatron said was Optimus was uh, a Transformer named Ultra Magnus. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, if that name rings a bell for anybody. Of course it does. <laughs> Everybody, what job? It's the only brand size I what, use. What? No. All right. <laughs> Season two, episode three, Orion Packs part three. On Cybertron, while searching for Vector Sigma, Jack and RC are attacked by an Insecticon and a swarm of scraplets. Uh, fun fact, this, according to Wikipedia, is the final appearance of Scraplets in the show, which, uh, good, because those things are pests. Scrap! Yeah. So, okay, hot point number one, um, this Insecticon monster's face has big Evil Emperor Zerg energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. One day we will we will review the greatest show ever, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. It's happening. That that shows the goat. I love that show so much. All right, so we uh, we smash cut back to uh, Jack Prime, uh, kind of just skulking through the uh, the caverns of uh, Vector Prime, and uh, he now <laughs> has obtained his own sort of leadership, a pipe. Yes. Yes. Wield that pipe, Jack. Wield it! Um, hot point number three. Man, Megatron is such a beast when he fights. I love seeing him fight, and him just, like, dismantling Team Autobots is just always oh, fun to see. Yeah, he toyed with them. Toyed He's just so them. much more powerful than everybody. Like, yep. everybody. And like really the only the only person who can take him out is Optimus if he's angry enough. Yeah. He's gotta be angry though. Yeah, he's gotta be angry. Man, he was about to put him down earlier yeah. in season one. And then and then silly shenanigans happened. Yeah, and then now in this episode, wasn't it this episode he was about to put him down? No, 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 no. It was later. It was later. We'll get um, to that. We'll get to that. But yeah, the uh the scraplets come and they're like trying to chew through like the knowledge of the primes, and uh, then Jack's just like, "Hey, scraplets! <laughs> there's a, there's an insecticon!" And then they're like, "Oh, look, food!" They just and insecticon uh, so fast. That's a tough end for the insecticon. Kind of uh, kind of grisly. Yeah, they finally show us one getting dismantled. Mm-hmm. And then. Smash cut back to Orion Pax in his uh, in his laboratory. I wonder if it has a bathroom. <laughs> it kind of uh, needs one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Remember when knock? Remember when knockdown said like, "Oh, but you made me ble- uh, you made me uh, leak leak some bleaker fluid or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> some bleaker fluid. Some transmission fluid. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, bro, yeah, yep. So uh, there's probably a bucket somewhere. <laughs> the Decepta bucket. <laughs> Everybody uses the one Decepta bucket. Megatron, why do I <laughs> only get a bucket? Just pee in the bucket. <laughs> you see, this is this is why Bulkhead calls Megatron Buckethead. 
Ah, it's a there you go. Not because car. it looks like he has a bucket on his head. No, no, no. Nope. It looks like he's got a pretty sick pixie cut. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, he's chilling in his in his nerd cave because he's a big nerd now. Yeah. And uh, the Decepticons start uh, messing with him because he's like, I think I'm actually good. And then they knock him on his butt, and then he whips out his guns because he didn't know he had them. And he has the hilarious line, "I'm armed." Armed. <laughs> that was fun. And then, long story short, Jack is successful in uh, downloading all of the stuff into the thing, and he comes back. There is this fun little tent scene where, like, Megatron's standing on the other side, and RC is like, there is something wrong here. And Jack's like, well, we can't just not walk through. Um, but then the Autobots come through, and they distract Megatron long enough for Jack to do the big download, and then we get... A personal favorite line of mine from the whole show. Megatron, be gone. Heck yeah. <laughs> Let's go. That was go. pretty fantastic. But he like, not only like, he stopped the sword. So like Megatron was like, yep. uh, slash at him. And then he stopped the sword and he says, Megatron, be gone. And I was like, yo, nails him. this is epic. But I want to reel back for a second for something he says right before. Jack's about to give him the knowledge of that their prime. Um, oh. He asked, are you certain I am worthy? And I was like, oh my gosh, like humble, humble Orion Pax. What a guy. What a guy. Mm -hmm. This is how you know Optimus is an amazing leader. Yes. I mean, he knew he becomes Optimus Prime and I'm sure like in his, uh, Decepticon or Decepti Google searches, you know, he kind of saw, you know, what was going on. Uh, but he still was humble enough to ask the the human Optimus Prime. Because he yeah. says in the earlier episode, he's like, I am far from the Prime or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of, uh, kind of some meek uh, Deku type energy there. Oh. Yeah. Deku will step up to a challenge. Who would win in a fight, Deku or Optimus? Mm, that's that's a good question. Uh, does Deku have the little girl on his back? <laughs> Definitely not. True. Definitely oh, not. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, does Deku have control over the big old whip thing in season five yet? De Definitely not. This is season one, Deku. Oh, oh dude, Optimus Deku. Deku. Well, I don't know. I don't know, Deku, I don't know. Deku did some damage to that robot in like was it in episode one? Like Deku just episode three. What, three was it? Three? Okay, he just trashed uh, it. Oh, that's right. Episode one, he was crying a lot. <laughs> Optimus is Optimus is putting his foot down on Deku. Yeah, but then what if Deku is just like what? Just blows him away. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Not, not JC, JC what is what is Optimus doing to stop the one hundred percent? Nothing, bro. He can't do anything. He'll just unleash the Matrix. Which it does is, what? That still wouldn't do anything, really. <laughs> it's the ultimate. It's the ultimate Deus Ex Machina. 
I guess you could just stab him through the chest with the sword that's the size of All Might. Yeah. Well, there you go. But I feel like Deku would be like, oh. Could he even catch him? Yeah, like Deku would like probably jump up, break both of his legs, and then (laughs) just punch him. And Optimus is dead. (laughs) And then Uraraka is not there to catch Deku, so Deku dies on impact. Uh, we need to get back on topic. All right, so uh, I have a bonus hot point at the end here. Um, and uh, Anthony, uh, here's my bonus hot point. So I don't know about you, but this three-parter gave me some major Transformers vibes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty big Transformers vibes here, dude. Dude, I got some Transformers vibes <laughs> pretty hard from this. I don't know. Can't really tell what you're stepping in there, man. That's a reference to one of my favorite tweets of all time. Where like the tweet, the tweet basically goes like this: uh, Human being wat- watches their very first movie, Boss Baby. Their very second movie is Boss Baby Two, and they're like, "I'm getting a lot of Boss Baby vibes from this." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Yeah, I got a lot of Transformers vibes from this. Not gonna lie, man. I I actually I really enjoyed this arc quite a bit actually, like it might be one of my favorite arcs in Transformers Prime. I agree with that. Yeah, actually, I did I did write I said this might be the best arc in Transformers Prime because it just had a lot of like, um, the the humans probably were kind of underused in some elements, but the rest of everything else going on, I thought was well done, and a lot of fun. And I did like the Jack, I did like the Jack thing. So yeah, I like the Jack thing too. I got I don't know if you guys have seen um, uh, was it Apocalypse with Bruce Willis? Is that yeah? Yeah, is it is it Apocalypse? Apocalypse now. No, oh, no, that's a, that's, no, that, Apocalypse Now is, that's a different thing. That's a, that's a Martin Sheen movie. And Lawrence Fishburne's in that movie. Uh, what's that? Uh, the world is ending with, uh, Bruce Willis and, like, Ben Affleck. I haven't seen it, but I understand what you're saying. Anyway, like I got strong vibes from that, yes. And I'm, like, I'm going to look up because I have to remember what that movie is. It's one of his most famous movies. It is Apocalypse. Yeah. I think. Anyways, I got strong vibes from that, but I, you guys probably... Armageddon, that's what it is. Boom. Found it. Armageddon. A lot of Ar- Armageddon vibes. Um, but you guys probably haven't seen that movie. Nope. You should. Nope. It's a good one. It's a really good one. Two men sacrifice their lives to save Earth. Some banger, some banger songs in that one too. Nice. Heck yeah! I'm just excited that we're talking about character arcs and story arcs now. We didn't have any character arcs or story arcs in the first two shows we watched. No, we did. We did. Pepper Potts became racist. Like that was (laughs) blaming. You know. Yeah, and I mean, we we got we got a character arc with Clayface. It was just an atrocious one. It was yeah. yeah. And uh yeah. 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 Anyway, 
back on topic. <laughs> oh, Anthony, Anthony, what did you think of this overall arc? I liked it a lot. Um, I, I remembered it a lot. Because, cause like, the Jack going to Cybertron kind of blew my mind as a kid. I was like, yeah. whoa. Um, and, like, I don't know. I thought I thought it was kind of slow in the middle, but it definitely ramped yeah. up towards the towards the end of the third episode. So I'd agree with that. And I was kind of, like, kind of over the whole Scraplet thing. So when I saw the Scraplet, mm-hmm. I was like, you guys could just have, like, more Insecticons or something? Yeah. You know? that yeah. Probably, yeah. That would have been more interesting, but continuity-wise, it makes sense why Scraplets would be there, so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it seems that in their three-parters, they sometimes make episode two or, like, the one in the middle a little slower. Um, That seems to be a thing that they do, but I didn't mind it. it I don't think it was uh, as slow as episode two of the last three-parter we got, the, the finale. That's you know, we were just fighting rock uni- unicorns the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> unicorns. rock unicorns. <laughs> Gross. Oh, my. Um, shall we move on to Operation Bumblebee? Well, well, let's let's do it. It. All right. Operation Bumblebee, part one, written by Todd Waterman. Good old Todd. The Hunt. Begins for ancient Cybertronian relics hidden on Earth. One such relic is unearthed by Megatron and the Decepticons, which is revealed to be the Spark Extractor. During the ensuing conflict, later while investigating an energy signature which could be another relic, Bumblebee is ambushed by Mech, who knock him out and steal his T-Cog, which I didn't know how it was spelled, but they spelled it this way. T-Cog. Yeah, that's kind of what I expected. I, I don't know why I was thinking T E E or whatever. But anyway. Well, it's short, <laughs> for, short for transformation, Cog. I had, Yeah, that's what I figured, but in my brain, I always heard T Cog. And then, uh, which is, if for the, for the listeners who don't know what that is, it's basically the little, uh, what's it called? The organ. Little, uh, little organ that uh, makes you be able to transform, and if you don't have it, you can't transform anything, including your weapons. Yeah. Uh, dissatisfied with that option, he and Bulkhead secretly investigate another energy signature, which leads to an escaping knockout and breakdown. The former of which, this is too long. This Why did they make this episode so I, long in the description? I don't know, man. It's too much. Dude, just end when you want to end. Much. Too end. Much. I just read the first like, sentence of mine. Yeah, yeah, it, stuff happens. There you go. Operation Bumblebee Part One. Uh, first off, uh, point number one: Bumblebee went in when he went to go get that extractor from Megatron. That was awesome. Ooh, did he, man? Megatron was duped. Looked like a doofus, man. Just, <laughs> you know, just caught with his pants down, just slacking. Bumblebee was on. Doing some pro plays. That was a great Bumblebee moment. He's so cool in action. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, next hot point. I, I'm uh, I'm pr- I'm pretty sad that for some reason the only one ever getting gutted is Bumblebee. He's always gonna get gutted. He's always getting parts taken. Yeah. Uh. 
And it seems like uh, Mech has the ultimate weapon against Transformers. Yeah, the EMP stuff. Yeah. It's like an EMP or whatever. I'm like, huh. Well, I guess they're the strongest force now. Except when they don't use it, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it, there's no way Options Prime could be Deku. Oh, what did you say? Uh, (laughs) Nothing. It's all good. Hot point number three. uh, It seems like the MCU copied uh, that Ant-Man 2 scene from the Bumblebee on the little car scene when he's he's kicking that thing. This came out way before Ant-Man 2. Yes, it did. Ant-Man 2 completely copied this. Yeah. Can't believe it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate it when my heroes let me down. Oh, man. Yeah, MCU's full content, it's all copied off of stuff we've watched on this show. Ant-Man 2 has got to go to the bottom now. Truth? Ah, uh, no, nah, no, nah, fam. Nah. It's got to. Well, Ultron copied from Dave, so we can... You're not wrong. Uh, I mean, not really. Ultron is way older. The nah. Man. It was all a ripoff of Dave. It's all a ripoff of Dave. And that's all a ripoff of that one 2002 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles bad guy that was a TV that turned into a bunch of garbage. Man, that thing was creepy. That thing was creepy. It talked like a child. Ooh, yep. That, that was a tough one. We got just wanted a family or something. Episode. You gotta review totally I mean, every season's basically a different show in that in that canon. Let's just do one season. That's, That's fair. true. That's true. We could do that. We could do that. I would love that. We'll do season uh, five. We season have five. way too much stuff lined up. <laughs> no, I mean next 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 time is going to be an election, so democracy will dictate what we do next. I love democracy. <laughs> I am the Senate. I am the Senate. Um, and then, uh, next hot point. Uh, I wish Bumblebee could talk. Yeah. Really yeah. Talk because I think that would strengthen his character more. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, he probably, he might be, like, the top tier tied with RC if he could talk. Um, and I get, it's, it's pretty, like, sad that he got it taken out. But, like, Maybe that could happen mid-season. Yeah. Yep. That would have been a lot better. I completely agree with that. Because yeah. they kind of took like a really cool narrative device, but kind of just gave us the end result and not not why it was so impactful. Yep. Yeah. Show don't tell. Yeah, basically. And I get the whole Raph. Like, oh, Raph can understand him, so Raph understands him. I don't others. get it. But they freaking underplay that a lot this season. Like, we don't get much of that at all. We got a lot more of that in season one, but... We get, like, barely any humans besides Jack going to Cybertron. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of miss the little buggers. We got we got more. We got. I feel like we got more Fowler than, <laughs> than yeah. everyone else. Goodness. Yeah. And, and what is Darby in the battlefield? Here, here's what I'll say. I think Optimus needs a human. He needs a pet human. Jack so does, not so, does so does Ratchet. 
Ratchet needs a pet Ooh, human as well. Ratchet, oh my gosh. And the Ratchet's uh, human would be the most annoying little twerp ever, but man. Ra- Ratchet needs like Ratchet needs like a super mean like teenage girl. Yes. <laughs> I yes. Yes. Like, it's just even oh, no, crankier no. than him. Ratchet just needs Sierra. Oh no, gosh, no, no. Jaxi. No. Don't, don't put that <laughs> evil on me. And and Optimus already has June. That's oh. fair. Oh, that's gosh. fair. No, no. Are we playing into that though? Like, come on. Like, I, I think I, I need to go walk outside for a little while. I'll be right back. <laughs> think I need to take a shower. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on, moving on. We're well. We're at hot point. Where we on? I don't know. I think we're done. All right. <laughs> Big done. Yeah, there wasn't. I don't think there was much to really write about this episode. I mean, I mean it was, was a, cool. It was a fun episode. There just wasn't much like, like huge points in my book. I, I yeah. didn't write that much. I, I thought it was cool getting the actual backstory and flashbacks for how Bumblebee ripped out or how Megatron ripped out Bumblebee's voice box. Yeah, that is true. I like that. Megatron. Any other thoughts? Nah, that's it. Nah. Okay, Operation Bumblebee Part Two. <laughs> I'm finally able to talk. So, still feeling guilty about failing to repair Bumblebee's voice box during the war, Ratchet offers to give Bumblebee his own TCOG via transplant. All the while, Optimus, Bulkhead, and RC are out retrieving another Iacon relic. Man, guys, I did not even do this on purpose, but I somehow gave myself the episode with all the Transformers references. Ah, uh, dude, your subconscious is real strong, bro. It really knew what was up. Because, uh... I didn't when, know there was uh, a bunch of Transformers references, um, so... Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, we, we, we got we got a little bit of time, JC. <laughs> yeah, oh, 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 we, we got all the time I want to take here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now this will be fast. So... When uh, when Ratchet is uh, in his uh, anesthesia like gibberish Stasis. talking, when he's like talking gibberish coming out of it, yeah, he uh, he mentions fusors, and Agent Fowler's like, "What's a fusor?" <laughs> well, way back in Beast Wars, Anthony, you might remember this. Uh, there were two characters that were fusors, namely, um, oh, what. Uh, uh, Silverbolt, Black Arachnia's uh, lover, and oh yeah, uh, that sounds wild. And uh, Quick Strike, a Decepticon, uh, who is half Rattlesnake, half Scorpion. And, I do remember the design. I remember the design. Yeah, I don't remember his and, personality. And Silverbolt was half wolf, half eagle. I remember that one too. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's like animal straight out of Shang Chi, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so those are fusors so that was such a deep cut to this show reference i loved it <laughs> um well i mean anyway. it, it referenced beast machines earlier remember that yeah that's true that's true but i think this is even more obscure because it's two characters in the middle of season two of beast wars that's true yeah so i love that that was awesome uh and i would barely have known that 
besides the fact that I watched Beast Wars earlier this year. So, I, 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 yeah, here we are. But anyway, um, I really liked it. Uh, that Ratchet was so uh, hurt that he wasn't able to repair Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good, good character moment for him. That was awesome. And the fact that Ratchet was even willing to give his own teacock to Bumblebee. That one hit yeah, me pretty hard. Yeah, where he's like, like, because they're wondering like where we can get one. He's like, you know, you won't find one any further than the one standing in front of you. I was like, yeah, like, that's Ratchet, pretty good. Boy. And he, he feels so much guilt about not being able to repair his voice box. Take one for the team. Yeah, he yep. it was good, good moment. And then I loved that the Iacon relic is none other than the Forge of Solus Prime. And yep. of course, you guys all remembered that Solus Prime was one of the original 13 primes. Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> and that their forge cannot be used by any except. By the hand of a prime. The freaking bulkhead can whack you with it. The yeah. bulkhead can whack you with it's it. It's hammer time. I love how Bam- bulkhead, but like breakdown couldn't pick it up. Bulkhead barely picked it up, and Megatron's just like, "Well, uh, here Megatron we go." Megatron was holding it with one hand. Oh Where's my gosh, bro! I wish, I wish bulkhead was stronger than he is. Because if he was yeah. technically stronger than Optimus, but slower, that would be that would make like, more sense. Like I agree, uh, but he's like just he's like a slow and like pretty strong guy. So like he needs another yeah, I think, weapon. I think his thing is just defense. Yeah, I guess so. he can just take a beating. For uh, Optimus, could take a beating as long as not a tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a deep one right there, brother. <laughs> yeah, it's so sad, so sad, but true. Oh, but it's dude. This this further like gathers arguments against why Bulkhead's not that great of a character, but or Transformer. Well, anyway, I like him. <laughs> I like him too. But, I just but wish I do he had agree more. that I do agree that Bulkhead should be stronger than Optimus because that's how it was in animated. Bulkhead was both bigger and stronger, and I thought it worked a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that's okay, because I, I do also like this uh, version of Optimus where he's the strongest Autobot, so eh, it all is what it is. But, but anyway, back to the Forge. Oh my goodness. This is just like bringing out the huge Transformers nerd in me, because it's just so cool to see an artifact of the 13 being realized on a Transformers show. Because up to this point, that had never been done before. And this was just groundbreaking, and I loved it. Oh, wow. Cool. Because um, no other show really dove into the lore of the 13 before this. So, I mean, Transformers Prime just like really did it, and I, I love that so much. And I just love it that we get more of it, and there's still more to come. So, it's exciting. Oh, yeah. Cool stuff, bro. That was, yep. yeah. And then we get to see another of the uh, Iacon relics in this episode. It was never named, I don't think, but it was the Skyboom Shield that uh, Knockout was wielding. Yeah, that thing, it turned out to be pretty cool. Um, yeah. It turned out like another reason why it'd be cool if Audiobots can fly, because they could have just like flown over it, but it is what it <laughs> is. 
I want to know like how, high, how high can Optimus jump? Like, what's his maximum <laughs> height? <laughs> he, he can jump pretty high. But well, the, I think he, he, he could Well, he was like, I don't know, because he well, he was freaking cl- climbing the crates um, all, earlier. All, all Knockout had to do was raise his arm up, though, to block Optimus. Yeah, but then someone could go underneath, you know? Like, it's called a, a team play. Yeah, I guess. But, I was uh, thinking but, about that the whole time. Yeah, that's fair. But the way it's a reference is that the Skyboom Shield is one of the uh, Minicon teams from Transformers Armada, along with the Star Saber and the Requiem. Oh, yeah. you are correct. You are Deep correct. Cut. I didn't catch it. Deep cut for the guys who uh, like Armada. <laughs> I like Armada from what I remember, but man, I watched oh. a couple episodes earlier because they're all on Tubi, and it's a little rough. A little rough. Not great. Oh, it, it doesn't it, it, yeah, it, it doesn't quite hold up, guys. <laughs> but that's okay. It's still it's still a good show. It's still a me show. and JC will review it one day. We are going to review it, <laughs> as with all of the all of the other Transformer shows. We will. We got a long road ahead, and I'm excited. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, so uh, I- I'm literally just going to do the references. We all know what happened in the episode. Uh, you know, for those who maybe not know, Starscream uh, destroys Bumblebee's TCOG, at least we think, and then Bumblebee gets it back, and it's good, and then Starscream loses his TCOG because it's Starscream. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. back to the important things. That was a pretty. Uh, that was a pretty dark moment, though, when like Starscream's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna get my TCOG ripped out." Yeah. Yeah, it was. Mech is something else. They're, Mech they're is a factor. Yeah. But uh, the last point for me is that uh, I can't remember who said it, but someone said a Fortress Maximus grade Nucleon shot cannon. Fortress Maximus. Oh, wait. Fortress? That was um, that was referencing the... Uh, oh, sorry. It was when Megatron was using the hammer or the forge, right? Probably. And he was trying to, like, show the power of it, but it wasn't... Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was... Yeah, Megatron was trying to do the thing, and then I think Knockout said, well, that's not exactly uh, what I just said. Yeah. But, but anyway, um, that's relevant because Fortress Maximus is a uh, huge Transformer that forms into a city as his alternate mode. Whoa. Yo, that's cool. Yeah, look it up, Josh. <laughs> is it, is, wait, is it him or is it... Uh, the other guy that's in War for Cybertron. The other guy. That's Metroplex. Yeah, who's Metroplex. Also, who's also a city transformer. Yeah. Do they ever make toys of those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a G1. Oh, yeah. Way back. But anyway, that's all I have for this episode. Any other thoughts, guys? I really liked it. I uh, liked it a lot, too. Yeah. It was, it was fun i feel like it was okay if i'm gonna be honest i feel like it was a little down in quality compared to the the three-parter we had just got but it i kind of felt i mean i realized some things were trudged along but it somewhat felt like a filler like this all right josh let me let me ask you this it's something that i was thinking about 
Yeah. Do you feel like this should have just been one episode instead of a two-parter? Oh, I feel absolutely. like it could have it could have all been done in one episode, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, absolutely one episode. I feel like they were just stretching this story a little long and it kind of showed to me. Um into a two-parter. Um but I mean, I didn't not enjoy it. Like I had fun. Um and there were some cool moments itself, but the story itself Felt somewhat like a filler, and I felt bad for Bumblebee, but we got to see some good character moments from certain people, um, and uh, Starscream um, being Starscream. I love Starscream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that he just starts like sniveling in front of like Mech as well is just like, oh man, he has no shame. Um, but yeah, so shall we move on to loose cannons? Let's do it. All right, Curtis. let's freaking go. Wheeljack returns to Earth in pursuit of the Decepticon Dreadwing, Skyquake's twin brother, who is responsible for the death of the Wrecker Seaspray. All right, uh, quick uh, bit of business. I want to get out of the way first. Um, JC, yes. Was this another direct attack at Josh? Because not only did you not give him the first Wheeljack episode, but you also gave me the second Wheeljack episode. Okay, remember, remember, I, I, I divvied up all these episodes before I even knew that Josh would have liked Wheeljack. Dude, you can tell by just his design that Josh would like Wheeljack. I don't, I don't buy that for a second. I mean, we'll get some wheel. Okay, okay, I will, I will express my, my. All of my thoughts on Wheeljack when we when we get to our you know after Curtis's okay. hot points. Unless he gets to something, then I'll really say my thoughts on Wheeljack. But we will. <laughs> all right, all right. Um. So yeah, that was that was hot point number one. Two Wheeljack episodes in a row for your boy. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, hot point number two. Uh, Cybertronians have twins. Yeah. JC, what what is this? And yeah. then they explain it. And then they explain it, and I'm like, okay, I don't care. The split spark thing is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So I from agree. the same spark. Yep. So, I mean, there's, 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 like, different things where there's, like, Transformers that, like, share a body, and then there's sometimes, like, Transformers that, like, call themselves twins. Like, in the G1 show, there's twins in, I think, Prowl and Sunstreaker are twins. You might recognize these characters, Anthony, maybe. And I know both of them. Okay, and I think Sideswipe and Sunstreaker are both twins as well. Sideswipe. Not the that Armada Sideswipe. Not the. Oh, no, I think, I think it's that's sideways. Sideways, yeah. 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 yeah no, his his twin's name his his twin's name is Frontways. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I knew that would get Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Where, wait, there were twins in the movies, though, right? Oh yeah. Skid- oh yeah. Was it? Yeah. Was it those two, two really crass uh, Decepticons or yeah, Autobots or whatever? No, the two little cars. Like, oh, man, that was great. They were like little yeah. smart cars or something. They were Yeah, funny. those were twins. JC, don't <laughs> hate, bro. They were funny. All right. Transformers' finest moment right there. I can't <laughs> wait to get them. <laughs> oh, my oh, my gosh. All right, so... 
Yeah. Next hot point. Wheeljack thinks Optimus is soft. Okay, he sucks. I don't know. Oh, you're saying Wheeljack sucks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that take. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Do you have eyes? Yeah. Optimus is all about getting down in the trenches with his boys. Yeah, I, 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 I like Wheeljack I... in the first episode he was in, but this one, they kind of character like, his character was kind of completely different, almost. Yeah. I, I think they really, like, leaned really hard into him, his, like, wrecker pass, where he's, like, this loose cannon who, you know, didn't follow anybody's rules and all that stuff, and he had a stereotype of what he thought Optimus was, which is why he never joined him. And then this episode was trying to break the stereotype. That's the idea. It didn't work perfectly. That's the idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get that. Uh, just would have made more sense if they really threw that in for the first episode. But I agree. They didn't. So it did seem now, like a downgrade in character-ish, but I still enjoyed. Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't think it was a massive drop off. Yeah. Now that being said, Dreadwing is craftier than your standard Decepticon. I li- I like the fact that he's he's a Decepticon driven by honor, but at the same time, like his fighting style is dirty. Oh yeah. Like, he freaking bomber. Yeah. A a bomb focused Decepticon is definitely an interesting um entry into the fray. Is um, um is um Dreadwing the coolest design Decepticon? I do like his design a lot. His color scheme is sick. It is super sick. Yep. I like Dreadwing's I'm still gonna have to go Megatron though. I'm just I'm just a sucker for the fact that he looks like the Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but Dreadwing also had that whole like pointy, you know, kind of like older design, com- like uh, compared to a lot of the other ones. So or, or exotic that design, I think as well. So you know, so I think he looked way cooler than Skyquake though. Like, oh yes. Sky, Skyquake's just color scheme was bad. Oh, so bad. Yeah, Dreadwing's color scheme was pretty cool. The blue and yellow. Yeah. I do think that this episode helped retroactively make that episode and Skyquake better, though. Yeah, oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. It, yes, the, the first Skyquake episode, when they brought him back, no. Like... That's fair. Well, yeah, the zombie episode was just That was not so great. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, oh yeah, I got more pull. <laughs> Seeing Bulkhead rigged to blow has Major able near the end of Tron energy. Yeah. R.I.P. Able. Yep. Do we, though? Do we wish them? <laughs> Wait, what? Nothing. Do you remember who Abel is, Josh? Yes. Um, I was thinking of the other guy who, who died. Uh, his protege, his earlier protege. 
Bad Tron. Tron's, yes, Bad Tron. Jesse. James. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I love how Megatron called Dreadwing out, where, like, Dreadwing's like, yeah, I'm gonna go take down Optimus, probably. And uh, Megatron's like, alright, I'm, I'm probably not gonna see you again, so bye. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. But then he's like, he's I'll like, allow it, because he knows that Optimus is gonna live. Like, he knows. Yep. He's like, Optimus is gonna rip this guy apart. Like, why doesn't anybody understand this, that Optimus Prime does not go down? He's a fighter. He's like he's like Captain America. He keeps getting back up. Yes, I can do this all day. And uh, last hot point is uh, Wheeljack is sticking around. He's gonna hang out on Earth for a while. How do we feel about that? Um. All right. All right. Like I, I guess that's my cue. No. <laughs> Dude. All right. So. Uh, first of all, Curtis, Curtis, to answer your question, I think that's freaking awesome that Wheeljack is sticking around. I like him a lot. Yeah, I, I, fun, I like him too. He brings a fun dynamic to the team, an interesting dynamic, uh, way better action scenes. RC can't have all the good action scenes. Um, mm-hmm. Also, swords and his vehicle mode. Like, oh, his vehicle was awesome. mode was so freaking cool. What like, car is that, Josh? Bro, that's not a... Yo, if it was to be anything, it looks similar to, like, uh, an, an exotic saline mixed with a, a 4GT or something, like a new 4GT. It was a Lambo! <laughs> Please stop. It was a Lambo! <laughs> Please stop. Um, what well, yeah. Lambo Lambo's? Okay, also, it looked like, because he just drove into, like, the camera-ish, it was, like, a cool-looking thing. It looked like he had wings, all right? Is that a... Am I... Did I just... Yeah, it looked like it had at least little fins on the side. Yeah, JC, am I correct? Like, is that a thing? Um, not really, I don't think. But it think. totally looked like it. Um... JC, are you, like, trying not to spoil something, or just don't remember? I don't think it had wings. I'm Googling it right now. It, it, Man, what? It had, it had something sticking off Curtis, the side. Curtis, it, it definitely had, yes, Curtis and saw I, it, too. I it saw definitely the, had I saw something. the same thing. Wait, Here. what had wings? Um, Give me a second. Wheeljack's, that, tra- Wheeljack's vehicle that's, mode. That's his car design. There's no wings. Oh, uh, <laughs> well... I think they the, wanted it at first because the quality is not coming through. He has a spoiler on the back, but that's about it. That's a spoiler, JC. Oh, oh goodness! All right, the sword placement is not good. All right. Oh, now that I'm looking at it, that looks actually a lot similar to, uh, more similar to a, a Ferrari Enzo. Oh man. Um, that sword placement on his vehicle mode is, this is just the toys, I guess. I'm looking at the toys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, you're, you're just looking at the toys, probably. Yeah. That's not in the show. Don't worry. All right. I hope not. Cause that's kind of dumb. Not. That's kind of dumb. Not, he, it's not. Don't worry. He looks anyway. like a car forklift. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, I, I freaking love Wheeljack and I'm glad that he's staying and I love his his energy and uh he's way better record than bulkhead um just saying oh 
Okay then. Um and uh and yeah, his car design's awesome. I'm I'm team wheeljack all the way. Nice. He's got swords, bro. I mean I I've yet to see like a cooler weapon than, than that. What about Optimus's swords? He has hand swords. Pretty cool. We already talked that like a sword that's detachable that you can hold is cooler than hand swords. That's fair. I agree with that. Also, this is this is so random, but I like how they were consistent that one of Optimus's swords was still broken from the uh, last. Yeah, I noticed uh, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the last three-parter um, finale. In yeah, season one. Did a good job with that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, Anthony, what do you think about a Will Jack stand? I feel like you're a Will Jack stand. I am. I am. I just hope he has some better character moments later on. I, f- I feel like he will. I they they definitely had a little bit of a downgrade compared to what he was the first um. Yeah, but I mean, I like character. the Sabaro colors. So Sabaro colors. <laughs> he does have Sabaro colors. He's a big Sabaro guy. He you looks mean like Italy a colors. Guy. We had this conversation, bro. It's like, no, not Italy colors, bro. Sabaro <laughs> colors. Uh yeah, no, dude. It looks like the, the old the old like drink design that you would get from Sabaros. That's exactly <laughs> I can go oh, for some breadsticks man. right now. Some bread oh dude, I could go for some breadsticks, man. Or some cheesy bread from Little Caesars. What? Oh, I'm, I'm thinking about stealing these cookies either. that my roommate has next to me while he's in the shower. <laughs> okay, oh, let's gosh. let's bring us all the way back on topic. All right, JC. So we got one left. What'd you say? JC, what are your thoughts on Wheeljack before we move on to Crossfire? I really still like Wheeljack, even though he started off hating on Optimus, but he kind of came around at the end, and I appreciate that. And and Dreadwing was awesome in this episode, and it was a fun episode. Yep, I agree. Also, okay, okay, here's a good moment for Bulkhead. When, when Optimus Prime offered his hand... And uh, Wheeljack was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then Bulkhead like reassured him that Optimus Prime was like the OG and everyone should follow him kind of thing. I, that was a good Bulkhead moment. I'll say that was a good Bulkhead moment. I but, agree. Uh, but anyways, on to episode seven, Crossfire. All right. Megadron sends breakdown arachnid and dreadwing in search of energon in the forest with arachnid unaware that her comrades have actually been ordered to terminate her for treason she catches on to the plan and flees dismantling it says killing but i'm gonna say dismantling breakdown in every conceivable way in the process uh, and upon encountering a lone insection she uses her ability Insecticon, sorry. She uses her abilities to control it and challenges Megatron to a fight to the death. And then there's Starscream stuff. But anyways, so things happen. So my very first point, it goes like this. Holy cow. Arachnid disassembled breakdown. He ain't coming back. Nope. Nah. Nah. Our boy's dead. So we have no more breakdown, but we still have knockout. It was knockout, right? That's his name. 
Yeah. Yeah. But knockout's a thousand times better. Yeah. Oh, no. Totally agree. Knockout is a thousand times better. But, like, they came in as a duo, you know? So. Yeah. It's like, you know. It's it's weird that we. It's weird that we didn't even get Knockout's reaction in this episode. That's true. Man, I didn't even think about that. I did not think. Yeah, I didn't either. You know, Knockout would have been the perfect person to to have or, you know, being there to have during, you know, or at least finding his body, you know? Yeah. Of course, they never found it. Yeah. So, goodness. Um, so, but I did, uh, in addition to my point number one, but I'll make it point number two. Uh, I don't know which was worse. Starstream killing cliff jumper or arachnid disassembling breakdown and then leaving his body as like some sort of trophy. Well, one was on screen and one was off screen. First of all, that's true. Yes. But like just just the killing part in general, like she took apart his body and then had his hammer hand just sitting up there. Yeah. For all to see. I'm gonna miss breakdown. You you are? I'm gonna miss him. I like breakdown. He was a good uh you know, for someone to keep a bulkhead occupied kind of thing. So it looked like he was doing something. (laughs) That was all he did. That's all he did. That's all he did. I liked his design though. And it yeah, was a cool design. Like they they did they did him good because his original design is really boring compared to, to this. Oh dang, that must have been real boring. Um yeah. dang. Uh, I, I, I can't pull up a picture now. <laughs> but you all you all go ahead and keep talking. Uh just uh point number three was uh something I had already made before, but like this episode really showed it, it was like Starscream just always seems to survive. Always. It's uh it's crazy how this guy just survives and not only does he survive, but he just shows up in places or like whatever. Um and they they made it seem that he was Conjuring up this plan to have everyone meet, but I totally didn't think he intended that at all. I do not like the original breakdown design as much. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is where... look up the war- look this up is... the war for Cybertron design. That one's wild. This is where we need like a random me sharing my screen kind of thing. Um. Oh man, I forgot about this design. I like that design. The 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 wild one from War for Cybertron. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. That He's is, like a super I, small boy. Yeah, I, I kind of like. You know, I I don't mind him being a small boy. You know, just I don't mind that at all. You should not. Oh oh no, JC, that's bad. That's the, that's that's the original r- show. That's real bad. What did he transform into? A road? <laughs> into that. Wait, that, that makes no sense. That's a Lamborghini Diablo, like, straight up. But still. It is a Lamborghini. Yeah. yeah that's his original design, yeah. Oh, Prime, well, completely, Prime completely revamped him. Oh, well, his car design was cooler. His, uh, his, his other design was not. JC, do you have his figure near you? No. What? 
Sorry. You don't have a breakdown figure? I mean, I have it. He, he's a part of a combiner, so he's a leg right now. Right, right. Oh, but I mean, I like no it. prime. No prime? Oh, oh, the prime breakdown? Yeah. I mean, I could go get him. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, um, but yeah, so all this stuff happens. So a lot of stuff happens. Uh, uh, like an absolute repeat of Starscream providing Intel. So people help him or the Autobots more specifically. Um, I'm glad. I'm kind of glad they don't in like include RC in those decisions. Like it's more of a ratchet and bulkhead kind of thing because RC would just be like, no, screw you. I'm going to kill you kind of thing. Even though there was that one moment. And I feel like that was a great moment where she decided to not kill him, and then he, like, slashed it with his claws. Um, and then the the end is basically what I want to talk about, because I didn't make too many notes regarding this episode, is now Arachnid finds a nest of insecticons. Pretty wild. So we're going to have, like, four forces now. We got the Autobots. We got the Decepticons which has a new member. And we have... A new uh, first lieutenant. What's up? A new first lieutenant. Yes. Yes. Because Dreadwing took Starscream. Dreadwing, so. Yeah. And um, so we have Autobots, we have Decepticons, we have Mech, and we now have Arachnid's army. Yeah. Uh, which I feel like we should come up with some cool names. We got any cool names for Arachnid's army? <laughs> The Insecticons. Okay, that's so lame. <laughs> Buggy <laughs> Boys. Buggy Boys? <laughs> the Buggy Boys. Do the Boom Boom oh, Boys. What about, what, about, what, about, what about the Insecticons? <laughs> yes. I think uh, I, I would like to petition that me and Josh be referred to as the Buggy Boys. <laughs> yeah, the Buggy Boys! Wait, that would mean Curtis has two boys titles. Yes. Absolutely. We had to earn. No, you we earned Boom Boom Boys. Boom no, boom you boom did. Boom. You did. Fair and square. Well, kind of fair yeah. and square. All right. What do we got to do to earn Buggy Boys then? What you do we got have? Ten bugs. I ain't got any bugs with me right now. Well, I'm sorry. You're not a Buggy Boy. <laughs> JC, what say you? What say me? Yeah, what do we have to do to be buggy boys? I, I feel like it has to be a guessing type of thing, kind of like the Boom Boom Boys. Like, we have to follow a uh, consistency here. All right. Um, all right, all so... right. I think I have a prediction. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. The Buggy Boys and Arachnid will kill uh, a Decepticon. That's it's... not a Viacon, like a main character? Yeah. Curtis, are we on board with this? Kill or yeah. maybe... Yeah. Like kill even, like Megatron? Is no, this even fair? Break. Anthony and I know the answer to this, probably. Or at least I know the yeah, answer. I know the answer. Oh, dang it. <laughs> well, see, you guys have seen this show. That's, that's true. How could I ever make a fair prediction? I mean, I don't have to give you the answer. I mean, I could, I could just, I could just tell you right now if you're right or wrong, and that could just say if you're a buggy boy or not. Ah, uh, that's nowhere near as fun. 
Curtis, what you got? <laughs> I was just going to say uh, we bet on how many appearances the the oh. Insecticons have left. I was I was going to see if you guys have the same rankings list today. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, gosh. I like that. I like that a lot. There's not a super high chance of that happening. Me and Josh don't usually agree with rank with ranking. No. Me and, me and JC had the same rankings last time. Yeah, that yeah, was a did. rare occurrence that, like, that's never, never happened, happened before. before. I don't think. In fact, I think in another 45 episodes of this podcast, me and JC will have another one. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think my rankings will probably end up being a bit of a hot take. Maybe mine, too. Maybe we have the same. Then we'd be buggy boys. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh, just going to take the possibility. Alright. Here's Anybody with the same list this week is, yep. is, is the buggy boy. Yep. I like yep. that. Yep. I like that. Oh my I like gosh. that action. And if we all four have the same list, which is, which is a statistical anomaly, we're all buggy boys. All right. Yep. Buggy boys. All right. Who, who all has their list ready? Like, welcome to the Court of Fate slash buggy boys. About, are we done talking about Crossfire? Yeah, I'm done. I really like, I really like this episode. I thought it was really strong, actually. I loved all of the politics going on. And so, the Megatron fight with the Insecticon? Come that on. That was, was awesome. so good. And how Those he things was are like, big if they could take Megatron. Yeah. yeah. And how like and how he was like, I was I was forged in the arena of uh what what's Chaos. The, Chaos. 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 Yes. Dope oh, name for a city as well. Yeah. That was such a good Megatron moment. And the fact that he was just like, I'll take down anyone who opposes me, and then he falls down. So good. All right. So um, who's got their lists ready? You know, I can go first. I've never done that. Do it. All right, JC. Okay. Down the very bottom, even though it doesn't deserve to be there, because it's a good episode. Loose cannons. Really liked Wheeljack, really liked Dreadwing, but I'm, I'm putting it down near the bottom because it, there, there wasn't as much uh, that I grap- grappled onto for this, I don't think. But it was still good, real good. So at this very moment, we could tell if JC's a, boy, a buggy boy. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, did you, what was his last one? I completely zoned out. I put loose cannons at number seven. Oh, yeah, no, you are not a buggy boy. With <laughs> me, at least. You're not a buggy boy with me either. I not even close. With me either. Your okay. opinions are trash. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right. All okay, right. up from there, I have Operation Bumblebee Part 1. Operation Bumblebee Part 2. Crossfire. Orion Pax Part 2. Orion Pax Part 1. Orion Pax Part 3. Oh. Man, there's some reach. there are some reaches in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Who's next? <laughs> Curtis. All right. All right. Uh, at the very bottom, I have Orion Pax Part 2. All right. So that's a no. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Kurt. So far, we're a buggy boy. Oh, yeah. Let's go. All right. Then I have Bumblebee Part 1. I think oh, we're waiting do for I your need reaction. Yeah. Oh, do I, oh, yeah. We're still on the same track. 
All right, then I have Orion Pax Part 1. Yeah. Then I have Bumblebee Part 2. Uh, you're kind, you're kind of, kind of scaring me here. <laughs> wait, wait, are, are, are we, are we step for step so far? So far, yeah. Things All like right, we're, def oh. we're definitely going to have some differences, I think. Next, I have Orion Pax Part 3. Uh, no, I had Loose Cannons next. Oh. Dang it. I had Loose Cannons at number two and Crossfire at number one. Yo, those some hot takes, I think. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I, I got burnt out on all the multi-parters. Uh, I got you. I, I was like, eh, I feel like Orion Pax could have been a two-parter, and the Bumblebee one should have been a one-parter. I um, agree with that. I, I, I kind of did a merge between my two regular things. Instead of just saying Orion Pax and Operation Bumblebee, I ranked the episodes, but I kept them together intentionally. Okay. So that's why I did what I did. Oh, uh, so that was yeah, an I, insight onto. Uh, oh, sorry, Curtis. What was that? How the sausage is made. Mm. All right. This um, yeah, I, I just thought Crossfire and Loose Cannons had their own fun and fun energy apart from like all of the stuff that drug on a little bit for me. I agree with that though. They were and, and like, and you and me are two thirds buggy boys. So, wait, what was your what was your top three, Anthony? My top three was uh, Loose Cannon, then Crossfire, then Orion Packs three. Okay, so we have at least the same top one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was some insight. So it's my turn. So my bottom one, Operation Bumblebee Part One. Uh, next one, Operation Bumblebee Part Two. Uh, number five is Loose Cannons. Number four is Crossfire. Number three is Orion Packs Part Two. Number two is Orion Packs Part One. And number one is Orion Packs Part Three. Hey, Josh, we almost had the same list. Yeah, we almost did. Literally because a I difference because actually... of your hate. Your no, 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 no. Hate. I, I, I actually, I actually started off with having loose cannons, the same place you had it, but then I, I changed it the last minute. Dang it! We could have been buggy boys, <laughs> JC. <laughs> We could have been. We well, been. we're gonna we're gonna have to shelve buggy boys for now. I because guess. Well, I, even, even though the next time, it could be the next time anybody has the same list, they could be a buggy boy. That's fair. Maybe like the, right. the the recurring search for the buggy boys. Who will it be? <laughs> I like that. I like that for a bit. The uh, buggy boys ranking. Who will get the title of buggy boy? Oh man! All right, I want Huggy Boy because I wasn't a boy last time. I, I, I wasn't a boy, boy either, Anthony. Let's try to be Buggy Boys. Dude, oh, we have completely different Transformers. JC, are you ready to double up on our titles? No, oh, no, no. Cool. this is ridiculous. <laughs> we we oh, need all the titles, Anthony. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, could you imagine, Josh, if you had to refer to both of them as and the Buggy Boys and, and the, the Boom Boom, boom, boom Boys? boys. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, so much alliteration. Nah. <laughs> or I the guess you could combine boom, 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 boom buggy boom boys. <laughs> oh man, a boom should boom family. The bugaboom boys. Do you want to read off the titles, or should I read off? The titles? I shall Please. read off the titles. Do you want to uh, read off the titles and me read off who has them? Oh yeah. Um, what episode are we going to? Are we going to fifteen? Yeah, ten to uh. 10 oh, to ten. 13. Ten. No, wait, wait, wait. no, we're, no at sorry, sorry. we're at eight. We're at eight. Eight. 
Eight to thirteen. That's what I meant. Oh, <laughs> this is a. F- oh, okay. All right. So episode eight is called Nemesis Prime. Who gets that? That's going to Anthony. Yes. Ooh. That's what I wanted. That's a solid name, honestly. All right. Yep. Uh, number nine is I, I probably going to me because it's called Grill. <laughs> I I am saying that this should go to no one because it is the clip episode that no one really wants to watch. Oh, didn't we say we said that? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. we can skip this one. Yeah, you can you can skip this one. It's oh, literally it's literally nice. filler. Nice. In the in the absolute term. Okay. The only the only thing you will gain from this episode is you will learn who General Bryce is that Agent Fowler mentioned like one other time. Yeah, it does say debuts General Bryce. So if you really want to watch it to see that, feel free to watch the clip show. This is the grill one? Yeah. So don't watch grill. Don't watch grill. I won't watch grill. Yeah. All right. So um, Armada. That goes to you, Josh. Yeah. All right. I feel like I'm going to like that one. I hope so. I hope I can make up for all my apparent Josh hatred. All right. Uh, Flying Mind, episode 11. That goes to Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Episode 12 is Tunnel Vision. That goes to me. And episode 13, Triangulation. Curtis. Thank you for giving me the best one, as always. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) we have fewer episodes this time than usual. Mm -hmm. Um, But it'll be fun. One, two. It will be. Five, we'll be halfway through season two. Five episodes. Yep. Yeah. I All hope right. there's some fun references in the Nemesis Prime episode. I hope. Oh, oh, oh! There is one that I'm already thinking about. Oh, all right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Our thoughts on the beginning of season two, Transformers Prime. Off to a good start, I'd say. Uh, good character arcs, introduction of new fun characters, and uh, keeping it. Free. Let's go. It's been real. It's been uh sparky. What? Spark? Spark? You know, like sparky? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's been buggy. Oh, you took mine. It's been real buggy. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody keep your teacock safe, please. PSA court is adjourned.